Good evening to you, you. Good evening, good evening to you, you. Good evening, good evening. Won't you share with a friend or two? Good evening, good evening to you, you, good evening, good evening to you. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Daring Dialogues. I'm your host tonight, Shante Charles. I hope that you are having a great and wonderful day. We are heading into the last leg of season 10. Can you believe it? We are all the way at episode 88 and we actually end season 10 on episode 100. And on that episode, we will be giving away some prizes. So you want to be on the lookout for when we hit episode 100. Tonight, we are back in Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls as we continue our Women's History Month empowerment and acknowledgement of those women who have been making history and making waves both past and present. And then also we'll be looking at She Raised Her Voice, 50 Black Women Who Sang Their Way Into Music History. So obviously we're not going to get through all of these books, but I invite you to get your own copies and make sure you add them to your library. So tonight, we're going to start out with the Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls book, and we're going to be reading about Bree Newsome Bass, an activist born May 13th, 1985, right here in the United States. And her quote says, everyone in the community has a role to play. How did Brie Newsome Bass make this book? Let's see. Brie was born a leader. In high school, she served as class president for three years. During her senior year, she was elected student body president. She always stood up for what she believed in. Once, she said that just being herself was an act of defiance. When she was 28 years old, Bree protested against her local senator for supporting a bill that made it difficult for people to cast their votes in elections. That's when Bree began to see herself as an activist. Then, in July 2015, a terrible shooting shook the country. It was a horrific act of racist violence. Heartbroken, Bree knew she needed to take a stand. Within days, she trained with other activists and was ready to go. She marched to the South Carolina State House and looked up at the Confederate flag waving in the air. She had always been upset to see the Confederate flag on state property because she, along with many others, see it as a symbol of racism and hatred towards black people. Bree knew her defiant act would result in her arrest, but it was worth it. Wearing a harness, she climbed up the 30-foot pole. She gripped the flag tightly in her hands and tore it down. Cheers rang out as she returned safely to the ground. A short time later, the Confederate flag was officially removed from the South Carolina State House 
as well as from several other places across the nation. By taking down a symbol of the past, Brie became a symbol for the future. Brie Newsome Bass. Our next young lady here is Bridget Cosjay, or Cosji. And her quote is, consistency is key. Who was she and where is she from? Bridget Cosjay is born, was born February 20th, 1994, and she is from Kenya. She is a marathon runner. As a little girl, Bridget walked six miles to school every day. Sometimes she would jog to avoid being late. Along the way, she would see athletes running gracefully in single file, training for races and marathons. She wanted to be just like them. Bridget always took part in running events at school. Unfortunately, in her third year of high school, Bridget's mother could no longer afford to pay her school fees. She had to drop out of school at 17 years old. Suddenly, Bridget found she had a lot of time to dedicate to running. The budding athlete started training seriously with her boyfriend, who soon became her husband. After the pair got married, Bridget gave birth to twins and took a break from her athletic career. A year later, she returned to training more motivated than ever. Bridget's specialty was running long distances, like marathons, which are 26.2 miles long. To succeed, Bridget had to be physically fit and mentally focused. She would remind herself, Sometimes you have to be more patient than others, and sometimes you may not feel like running, but in the end, it will pay off. And it sure did. In Portugal in 2015, Bridget ran her very first marathon, and she won first place. In 2019, at 25 years old, Bridget became the youngest woman ever to win the London Marathon. That same year, she won the Chicago Marathon, breaking the world record by 81 seconds. Bridget is the fastest female marathon runner in the world. And our last young lady from Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls, before we move into our music mavens, is Carolina Contreras, natural hairstylist and entrepreneur. Carolina says, once girls leave the salon, you can see them skipping. They're standing a little taller. They're swaying their hair side to side. Carolina Contreras was born December 3, 1986, in Dominican Republic and the United States of America. Once upon a time, there lived a girl who battled her own hair. For as long as she could remember, Carolina had straightened her hair. Her mother believed it gave her a better chance at succeeding in life. So she would relax and straighten her daughter's hair to make it look, quote-unquote, presentable. As she got older, Carolina started to question why she felt she had to spend so much time and effort changing her hair. Why can't my hair remain natural and still be pretty, she thought. Carolina was born in the Dominican Republic and grew up in the United States. At 21, she took her first trip back to her birth country. It was so hot and humid there that she found it challenging to maintain her straight hair. All she wanted to do was feel comfortable. She was tired of trying to be acceptable so she cut all her hair off. Her trip to the Dominican Republic was meant to last only two months, but she ended up settling there for more than nine years. Learning to care for her natural hair inspired her to start writing a blog. 
That blog became so popular that it started a movement to empower women to love themselves as they are. She then opened the first all-natural hair salon in the Dominican Republic. The salon not only takes expert care of natural curls, but also provides a safe space for Black and Latin and Latino women to feel beautiful, confident, and comfortable with their natural hair. Carolina Contreras. All right, moving on to our next read. We're going to start out tonight with somebody who uh, most of us have probably heard her songs or jammed to her songs. Um, Yeah, I could probably say, through the fire, and you would know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't even have to finish. But we're going to start out tonight with Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan was born March 23, 1953. And the genres that she is mainly known for are funk, soul, and jazz. She is known as the queen of funk. She said this, We also need to learn how to love one another as women, how to appreciate and respect each other. Yvette Marie Stevens was a precocious teenager who learned about the world from her father's art community and his friends in Chicago. She had lots of freedom to go to parties and to explore the city. She learned about jazz from her grandmother, but early on, Shaka found that she loved R&B music. So she started an all-girl band called the Crystalettes when she was just 11 years old. That was only the beginning of Shaka's music career. She performed in bands around Chicago throughout her middle and high school years, but she ultimately found true fame as the 17-year-old lead vocalist of the mixed-race funk band Rufus. She earned a spot in the group after two of the members of the new band saw her cool, fun, and energetic performance while she was regularly singing with different bands around Chicago. The group worked with the successful R&B singer-songwriter Stevie Wonder, who collaborated with them on a song he wrote for Shaka called Tell Me Something Good. This catchy, funky song was Rufus's first major hit, and it made Shaka the undoubted queen of funk. The group was known for their unique and high-energy performances led by Shaka, who became the main attraction. But not everyone was so positive. There was a lot of fighting amongst the band, and the band was very controlling over Shaka. Eventually, she signed a solo record deal and put out her first solo song entitled, I'm Every Woman. She became a top-selling artist in her own right as the popularity of her first album soared. Shaka's voice is beautiful and electrifying. Her tones are high and sultry, and her smooth delivery has made her a beloved vocalist with millions of fans. She has a natural talent. Even though she never learned to read music, Shaka could sing the notes she wanted instrumentalists to play, and this shows a skill that comes from deep within her artistic musical soul. Since her first album, Shaka Khan has enjoyed a wonderfully successful and lengthy career. She has won many awards, toured with and recorded duets with artists like Prince and Mary J. Blige, and even been a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. She released her most recent album called Hello Happiness in 2019. The music on this album showcases her continuously positive light a light she has illuminated in the world for more than 30 years. 
And this is the artist rendering for Shaka Khan. All right. Our next artist is Angelique Cujo or Kidjo, born July 14th, 1960. Her genre is world music. She is known as a global music superstar. She said this, I want to show you the links back to Africa. Angelique Kajo is one of the world's biggest international music stars. She was born in Benin, a country on Africa's Atlantic coast near Nigeria in the coastal city of Ouida. She has eight siblings, including several brothers who played together in a band that was influenced by American soul music. Angelique loved all kinds of music as a little girl. She enjoyed pop music from other African countries, salsa music from Cuba, and especially the traditional African music she grew up listening to with her parents. When Angelique was six years old, she performed for the first time as part of a dance troupe. She liked being on stage so much that she started a band. Angelique was well on her way to becoming a successful musical artist, but as she got older, her country had a change in political power. How does that change her trajectory? Let's see. The leaders of Benin tried to force her to only sing political anthems for the country, but Angelique wanted to be free to live the way she pleased. She left for Paris with hopes of becoming a lawyer so she could help the poor people in her country find freedom. But she quickly realized music was the best way for her to touch the poor. Angelique set out on a mission to play music that would bring the world together. She began her mission by singing and co-writing songs for several years in a French-African jazz band called Pili Pili. Finally, she felt ready to move on to a solo career. Her first album, Karakou, opened doors for her to receive a major record deal, and then she released her second album, Legozo. Legozo has elements of different sounds from all over the world, like Afro-funk, reggae, samba, salsa, gospel, jazz, and Congolese rumba. Her music is super unique. Angelique continues to play music influenced by many different cultures. She's gotten so good at making diverse music, she's become one of the most powerful international music artists on the planet. Nonetheless, she has not forgotten about her mission to help the poor and underprivileged. She is currently the Goodwill Ambassador for the United Nations Children Fund, an organization that helps kids all over the world live safe and healthy lives. Angelique also started the Batonga Foundation, an important organization that ensures that girls in Africa can get an education no matter their age or class. Today, Angelique continues to perform and record albums. Her prestigious music career gave her the global platform, fan base, and influence to be able to help others who were less fortunate. And finally tonight, ladies and gents, and those who will catch the replay, we're going to take a look at Miss, what I call her, Miss Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys Knight. She is known as the Empress of Soul, born May 28, 1944. Gladys had this to say, soul is just that inner spirit. I use that inner spirit for whatever it is I do. Like many legendary soul singers, Gladys Knight has been singing for most of her life. In 1952, she won the original Amateur Hour television show when she was just eight years old. 
She was already on her way to becoming a star on the day her family's record player broke at her brother's birthday party, and Gladys quickly formed a group with her brother, sister, and cousins to entertain everyone at the party. The young singers were so good that Gladys's mother encouraged them to continue to sing together. This is how the incredible soul group Gladys Knight and the Pips became one of the best-known black singing groups. Gladys Knight and the Pips entered many talent shows around their hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, and they won every show they competed in. They even played shows as opening acts for successful older musicians like Sam Cooke and Jackie Wilson. The group scored their very first hit in 1961 with a dreamy song called Every Beat of My Heart. And in 1967, they released one of their most influential songs, Don't You Know That I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Gladys Knight and the Pips continued as a top-selling group and released their most famous song, Midnight Train to Georgia. In 1973, they had beautiful voices that brought people together and really cool dance steps too. They were one of the first groups to show early hip-hop culture and dance moves, featuring them in the music video for their 1983 song, Save the Overtime for Me. They were unique because they were able to keep up with what was cool and connect with younger people from different generations. After more than 30 years, some members of the Pips decided to retire, so Gladys moved on to work on her solo career. She recorded the song License to Kill for the 1989 James Bond movie of the same title. In 1991, she sang an amazing song called Superwoman, and who better to sing such a song than herself? Now in her late 70s, Gladys Knight has been performing and recording music for more than 60 years. People love her bubbly personality and her big soulful voice. It takes a very special woman to make music for so many years. Gladys is certainly a special woman and an incredible artist, Gladys Knight. Well, ladies and gents, that is our reading for tonight. I hope that these women, these iconic history-making women have inspired you in some way to continue to follow your passion, continue to follow your dreams, continue to go for it, and continue to make history in your own way. This has been another episode of Daring Dialogues, and I've been your host tonight, Shantae Charles. Remember, light is the most daring opposition to darkness, so continue to go out and be light. Take care, everyone, and God bless.